Welcome to Growth Amplifiers. I am Kenny Harper. Growth Amplifiers showcases ideas from the top business owners and entrepreneurs to inspire and empower you to thrive in your life, business, and achieve a higher purpose. I'll be sharing actionable insights you can apply towards your business in each session. Growth Amplifiers is dedicated to you, your success, and fulfillment. Get ready to amplify. Hey there, amplifiers, and glad to have you tuned in. Today, we have a pretty cool topic. It's how to productize your business. What is it? Why is it important? Why should you consider doing it if you haven't done so already? Uh, Joining me today is my business partner, Manny Torres. Hey, Kenny. Glad to be here today. Glad to be here as well. Uh, I know this is a topic that we both enjoy. And for those who may be hearing the this term productize your business, but maybe not certain exactly what it is. Um, can you share your take on it so people can kind of tune in and get an idea of what we're talking about here? Yeah, you know, productizing your business is a great way to take all the information and knowledge that you have. And instead of having to uh, share that knowledge one to one, you can do something where you build it once and it can be used many times over. So it's a great strategy that you can leverage in your business to essentially take effort that you've done and have different ways to extend that uh, knowledge and effort out beyond what you typically do. So that's that's exactly it, right? Um, and you might want to do that because, number one, if, if you're looking to serve a mission, right, and help more people out, well, you can only help so many people out at a time. So if you're trading time for money, you're kind of limited on how many people you can help out. But when you productize your ideas and turn them into products, whether they're trainings or um, materials that people can go through, then you can create it once and send it to a lot of different people. So expanding your reach. This can also have the bonus effect of being more profitable. You're working smarter, not harder. Uh, And now some people think, oh, this can't work in my industry. Uh, what are your thoughts, Manny, for people that say, oh, this can't work in my industry? I think that's the most common thing that we hear from you know every business owner. They, they want to feel like they are unique, and they are unique. But the funny thing is, by productizing your business, you can actually show how unique you are and be able to tell your story and get into some of those key aspects that a lot of times you're not able to do because everybody looks at you like one of many others. Uh, so this is actually helps those business owners that feel like they're different, but a lot of times they're not communicating that. So this can help um, help you serve your mission, right? Help you be more pro- um, profitable. And then also it can help your those you serve gain more value as well. Uh, for an example, one way that we've used this in our business is we've taken some of the common uh, lessons and educational material and we've turned we productized it into different trainings and resources so that when people are looking to engage with us we can get, give them a guide that they can get some of the basics kind of do some of the legwork and then when they start working with us they could be more we can be more effective and they, and they could have already gained some addition some initial things on their own right um, so what are some other ways that someone might consider productizing their business besides, you know, trainings in particular? Yeah, well, it can be a lot of things. Uh, Educational components. uh, Kenny, you and I are both big fans of books and books are an incredible way 
you know, to take that information and put it in a format that's a lot easier to, to consume for someone. Uh, and also it's a lot better than, you know, providing someone a business card because chances are, if you give someone a book, they're not going to throw it away. Like most people do with business cards. Uh, I was talking to someone last week and they were mentioning how they were going through cards. They had a whole drawer full and they were essentially just throwing them all away. Uh, but chances of them doing that with a book are much less. And, uh, it's much more memorable when you provide something like a book to a, a prospect or a client. Yeah. Think about it for a second. Um, so if you connect with someone, how much time do you typically get to talk with them to share more about your product or service, right? Maybe a few minutes, maybe if you have a consultation a bit longer, but when you gather your ideas into a book, you can guide the story and really tell someone uh, more it is how you can help them resolve the challenges they have or uh, get the things that they desire, right? So it, it, you can really share stories of social proof. You can overcome objection. You could share some of your personality and, and really start. Um, they get a sense of they know a little bit about who you are, the purpose you serve, the value that you provide, and what makes you unique. But there's a myth there. Some people say, oh, no one reads books these days. What are, your, what are your thoughts when someone says something like that? Well, the funny thing is though, a lot of people that do read books tend to be better clients for you because they're more educated. They're actually taking action and they're going to know more about you. But even if they don't read the book, the fact that you provided it to them still you know, places you above uh, your competitors and also um, gets a little credibility and authority built for, your, for you and your business. Well, aren't there so many books already out there? What, why would someone want to write a book if there's already so many books already out there? Wouldn't that be just an overlap? Why reinvent the wheel, right? Well, it's just like music. You know, there's a lot of different songs that are very similar, but you want to have something that really is in tune with your audience. And no one has spoke about your industry and your challenges to, for your audience the way that you can. Uh, so by doing it in your own voice with your own values, you're making a direct connection with your audience. That's exactly it. So just because there are a plethora of books out there, more than anyone could ever read, doesn't mean that someone doesn't need to hear it from a fresh perspective. Think about it for yourself. Have you ever heard an idea at one point in time and you're like, yeah, it's kind of right. And then you hear it at the right time and maybe from someone else that you've really connected with and now it resonates more. So being able to share something of value to someone that illustrates your story um, with the right timing can be a great way to really start building a relationship. And if they don't read, that's okay. You can also do an audiobook version as well. They can listen to it as a podcast. But it's it's sharing more about how you can help people with their challenges and how you can help them get the things that they want. Um, Mike Januzzi, good to see you. I see you. Hi, boys. Um, thanks for saying hi. Well, so, so a book is one thing. And before we move on, I want to just stop on this topic for a moment because we've done some book workshops in the past helping business owners and entrepreneurs expedite getting a book created in a short period of time. Uh, and there's some myths about that as well. Um, people think it's, it's going to be too complicated or too challenging and it's going to take too long, cost much money. for It's, it's not going to be worth their effort. What do we typically tell people when, when they're coming to us with that mindset? 
typically what we say is, you know, you already have all this knowledge in, in your mind and it's not so much trying to figure out what to say it's just extracting that out. And a lot of people feel like they have to sit down and write a novel. <laughs> There's a lot of different ways that you can extract that information out. And one of the best ways is, you know, to simply have an interview or to speak it out because a lot of times people can talk about their business very easily, but when it comes to writing, it takes them a lot of time. So finding the method that you can use to uh, let that information come out is how you can really speed that process up and make it a lot easier for you. That is really helpful. Um, it doesn't have to be that complicated. You can get it done quickly and effectively. Uh, we've helped several clients map out questions that are frequently asked questions, should be asked questions, highlight a little bit of their value proposition, share their story. That's pretty much a book right there. And the thing is, if you can speak just like you're speaking to a customer, you can dictate this and get pretty much the first draft just by answering questions and, and telling people what you already know. And then you have something that's really speaking your language in your voice, pretty much halfway created that with a, you know, a wordsmither <laughs> editor <laughs> um, going through that pass can create something from idea into in hands in a relatively short period of time. So it doesn't have to take that long. Now, one of the other types of way of productizing your business we've, we like doing here is, is trainings, like online trainings, by the way. Nancy, good to see you. Hi, Nancy. Uh, so now we've done online trainings for our, our own business, but we also have helped others create theirs. Let's talk about some of the some of the pros there, what you can do, what you can accomplish, why it's beneficial, and then also some things to avoid. Because we see a lot of people kind of trying this, but it's like they're trying to bake bread and they're like, what's this yeast stuff? I don't think we need it. Let's not use it. <laughs> and then they're missing it. Um, they're not going to get the same end result. So let's talk about that for a moment. We're talking about trainings and what goes into creating an effective training. I've, I've got an outline here um, to reference. It's, it's a process, right? So if you're looking to you, it all kind of depends on your goals, by the way. But if you're looking to uh, be more effective in productizing your business, you want to start off by understanding what your goal is, right? What, what are some of the goals that you might set if you're looking to create a training? So some of the goals may be um, either onboarding or indoctrinating your client. So it's Many times uh, it's the first time that they're working with you. So it's a great way to teach them how to be the best client possible and how to get the best results out of working with you. Right. Another goal could be you're really just trying to save time. Maybe you're going through the same sort of basic sort of training with the majority of your clients. And you realize, man, if I could turn this into a, a product, I could save a lot of time and spend more productive time connecting with my clients really working on deeper levels of this content. Or maybe you're trying to make more money. And you say, you know, I, I really need to find a way to sell one to many and, and increase my profitability overall. Or maybe it's a combination of them all. But defining your goal, right? And then we like to go into an exercise called calculating success. How would you define calculating success, Manny? Calculating success is when you look at the plan that you have in front of you mm -hmm. and what's 
what does success look like in terms of the final outcome that you're looking to achieve? So in terms of a training, are you looking to uh, sell so many and how many of those do you need to sell in order for that to be successful? And then working it backwards so that you can define what actions need to happen in order to reach that success. Right. It's kind of like a mini business plan. You want to run the numbers to know what success looks like. I've talked to a lot of uh, business owners and entrepreneurs who are productizing their business. They see other people doing it, so they're jumping on board. But they haven't run the numbers to even identify what success looks like. In some cases, you can go backwards trying to do this if your numbers aren't aligned. So you do want to map out, all right, well, how much time and energy am I going to put into this? Um, what, what do I need to charge and able to achieve a certain revenue goal? What's my profitability? You want to know your numbers, right? That's one thing at Growth Amplifiers we're always advocating for is knowing your numbers. Okay. Um, so now once you've calculated success, you know, there's this great idea out there. You know, how do I know what people want? Uh, and what's a good answer for, for that? It's always a great answer to ask your customers what they want. Right. So what if you don't have customers? You can ask your prospects or uh, essentially survey a group that would be the audience that you want to serve and find out, you know, what are their challenges? What are they looking to accomplish? So it seems like a, a no-brainer way to start creating something is to kind of get a sense of what, what do people want, right? What are the solutions they're looking for? How would they like it created? Uh, what are what's the price points they'd be willing to pay? What's the time involvement? What's the expectations? So this is part of the process, but this is also a, a good thing to avoid is not doing right. If you don't get a feedback from what people want, you can go and start creating something and building something that people aren't that into. And that can be very time consuming and really not help you achieve what you're looking to achieve. So we've asked people and we say, hello, um, this is a product that we're creating. Here's the things we're considering. Which of these would you find most beneficial? Which of these elements? What are other things that you may find helpful? How do you like to consume your content, right? So this is asking, kind of getting a sense before you really start diving all in and creating products or trainings. And then we, at, Rock, at Growth Amplifiers, we, we've got a process that we help really define your avatar. And meaning when we're doing that, right? Can you explain what avatar is and then what we're defining in, in that stage? Sure. So avatar, it's not that blue character from, you know, the Disney movie, but it's, <laughs> this is your ideal customer and you want to Think about your ideal customer because if, if you're starting to uh, market to someone, you don't want to market to someone that's not your ideal customer because you'll end up getting someone that isn't your ideal customer. So an avatar helps define the characteristics, the yearnings, the challenges, all the things that make up your ideal customer so that when you're speaking to them, they feel like you're in a one-to-one -one conversation and it doesn't seem like this generic message that's been sent out to a mass audience. Exactly. You really want to be clear on who you're communicating to and what value that you're aiming to provide. 
you want to get clear with who your market is and really have a solid uh, understanding of what your message is. And then you want to get your message to your market, right? So one of the uh, connections that I had was, was sharing with me her product that she was building. She's in the middle of it right now. And kind of, kind of looking at her marketing materials, she's looking to promote it to any small business owner who wants to learn more about accounting, as well as accountants who want to learn more about accounting and bookkeepers. What challenge do you see with that right now, Manny? Uh, it's going to be very broad. So it's going to be hard to make that connection because if someone looks at it and they don't see themselves in that product or training, it, they're probably not likely to take that next step. I think like you can have a cancel out on both sides. So if the small business owner who needs to know some basics is looking at it and it's saying it's for accountants, they're like, Oh, I don't want to, that might be over my head. I don't necessarily want to get into that. But then if the accountants are looking at it and saying, Oh, this is for general small business. Uh, I'm, I need something that's a little bit more customized for me. Then you could be canceling both out by trying to serve both. Right. Uh, so it's like, really getting specific, getting laser focused on who it's for and what value you're aiming to provide. The more clarity you can get, uh, the better you can make sure that your message is hitting the nail on the head. So <clears throat> if we've calculated success, if we've asked around, if we've defined the who and the what, now we've got to create this product. How do we go about doing that? So, Educational product, by the way. Right. So much like going back to school, uh, when you're doing a paper or a presentation, you want to create that outline and define what those key points are that you want to get across. So it's, it's really needs to be simple, right? Create an outline. What are the main things you want to get across main points and then create a plan to share the information. Now <clears throat> here's a mistake. I see a lot of people make and I made it myself <laughs> trying to do too much. Uh, you're not trying to teach someone the Encyclopedia Britannica, right? You're trying to teach someone a very specific something. Now, you can always create additional products, additional courses to teach additional areas. But if you try to include too many items into one training or one product, it's going to be have the same effect. It's going to be too, too wide and people aren't going to understand what it is. And it's probably going to overwhelm people and they won't, they won't bother getting involved with it. So if you had a product that's like, this is super, super business education, it's going to teach you finance. It's going to teach you marketing. It's going to teach you HR. It's going to teach you operations, it's going to teach you teams, it's going to teach you everything, man. It's got everything in it. What's that do, Manny? It makes you confused, it makes you overwhelmed, and it turns into being something that's cumbersome and chances are you're, you're not going to want to engage and take the step forward because you're a little bit scared of jumping into <laughs> it. Like, I only have so much time here. Uh, I think a lot of people can relate to that, that they feel overwhelmed already. So if you have a training that's got so much content, uh, that can be overwhelming and your prospect or client's not going to want to take those steps. Well, you, you've hit the nail on the head as well. Uh, you're doing good, Manny. <laughs> so with the other challenges, right? If Even if they say, ooh, I kind of like would want those things, 
the chances of them consuming them and going through them and having that transformation is also limited if you're trying to cram too much gram into one training, right? So if you can get it focused down to what's the most important thing that you want to uh, have people understand and learn and gain and keep it down to something that's manageable, something that's feasible and really help them achieve that one thing. Again, you can create other products to teach other concepts or to give other transformation, but really getting focused on keeping it tight for this one product, one training, especially if you're just getting started. So you can start small and think of maybe there's five things you want people to understand. And I would suggest starting small and doing something maybe that does have, you know, a few things that you'd like to share, going through the exercise, getting it done. And then once you've kind of have that experience, you could build upon it. So what, what have you seen meaning with other people out there that has not worked so well when it comes to people creating their own trainings and products? I think you've touched on a few of these, uh, but one of them is overthinking. You know, they're sitting back and they decide, hey, I want to productize my business. They have a, a lot of different ideas, but what they don't do is take the time to uh, plan it out and simplify it so that they can take the steps. So they end up just spinning their wheels, thinking about it, trying to make it perfect, but they don't actually take action. Perfectionistic thinking. They're trying to make it perfect, which in reality, here's the thing. You're not going to be able to make it perfect. For some people, you might be going too fast. For others, you might be going too slow. For others, you'd be just about right. But there's there's always going to be uh, different opinions on any way you, you do something. So trying to make it perfect is, is futile. Instead, planning it clear of what you're trying to achieve and then taking the steps to get it in action. I was chatting with a gentleman a couple of weeks back and he's, uh, you know, an attorney and he wanted to productize his business and he, he's just tripping all over himself. He's been talking about doing this for years and he's, he's not made any progress with it really. And we, I try to get an understanding of like, what's holding you back. And it's, again, he's, he's really just trying to get this perfect idea all in alignment. But here's the thing. If you try something and it doesn't work that well, you'd be better off getting it out there, getting feedback, learning, than not getting anything out there, trying to get perfection. And then you have no new knowledge of what's going to work and what's not, right? So it's it's better to have progress versus perfection. And what can be helpful is sometimes working with an advisor that kind of has some experience with creating this content um, creating these programs that can help ask the right questions and kind of eliminate the back and forth that tends to happen. I mean, it happens to everyone. Many, I know you've, you've experienced it. And what are the challenges that you've experienced when you were kind of, when you're kind of like working solo in your own, um, in your own world, and then the benefits of connecting with another party or resource to kind of get that uh, structure and guidance. Yeah, that, that peer uh, support is incredible because you don't feel so alone and you see that there's others that have the same challenges, but you also get to see when someone has success. So when they take a small step and you see how well it works for them and you see that they start gaining that confidence and you see them moving forward, 
you start to feel left out and you want to join that. So it's really great to be around like-minded, growth-minded people who have that same vision of where they want to go so that you can feed off their optimism and also, you know, champion them along the way and you get that support in return. Right. So, which leads us to another thing to avoid procrastination. And I'll get to, to this at some point tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. We've, we've all heard that whether it's people getting in shape or accomplishing a project that they really want to accomplish. It's really easy to let the whirlwind of everyday business prevent you from moving something forward. But we've, we've got to be able to outline a plan and take a step to accomplish it. And sometimes if the, if the plan's too big and you're like, oh, I can't even get started on this, simplifying it, saying, all right, well, you know what? What if I could just do one little part of it? But I get that up and in action, start getting feedback. That'll get you stronger, right? You learn from that. So procrastination is definitely a thing to avoid as well. And we'll kind of end this topic, right? On what is the last mistake that a lot of people make that we're seeing it all over the place that's costing a lot of people time and money? What, what is that issue there? The issue is not having a plan to market and sell this product that you took the time to build. Right. So if you heard that little thing, if you build it, they will come. That is a lie when it comes to productizing your business. You can build a lot of things and it doesn't mean you're going to necessarily sell them just because you've built it. And quite frankly, there's a lot of apps and trainings out there telling you how easy it is. Just do this and you're going to make so much money and it's going to be uh, working just so easily. But actually, it's, it does take some time and effort to get ideas into action. And if you don't have a plan to attract prospects and seamlessly and subtly guide them to become customers that pay, stay, and refer, if you don't have a plan to get your market to your message, um, I said that backwards, get your message to your market, <laughs> then, then you can have a product that nobody knows about. You know, if a product launches in the middle of the woods and there's nobody to hear about it, does anyone know it exists? So what would you tell someone that maybe has tuned in, they've kind of watched this or heard it through replay and they, they said, hmm, I, I kind of, I see some of the benefits, but still, I don't know where to begin. I don't, I don't really don't know what to do. Uh, and I don't know if I, you know, how, how can I get started? What, where would you tell someone? So the, the easiest way is just to think simple, as you mentioned before, you know, don't feel like you have to build you know, this complex product or service. Uh, but what's one small thing that you can productize and add to what you're doing? And, you know, we have events on a regular basis where you can come in and, you know, get some feedback from other people. Because as we mentioned before, the best way to gauge how something's working is to put it out there in the universe and let people see it, learn about it and, you know, get that response back because that can help guide you moving forward. So if you're looking for ideas, you want some feedback, again, connect with us. We'd love to hear what you have envisioned. We can invite you to one of our mastermind events. Uh, we can also get feedback from growth amplifiers, our community. And we could share even, you know, our personal feedback on what we've seen that works. And if, if you have any blind sides that you might be working with, 
And plus, we've got a plethora of resources and trainings that we'd be glad to share uh, to help you amplify your business. Now, I don't know if you could even see it, but what's my own little box kit? Maybe you have your box kit and hands and arms linked. Some uh, components of it. So I've got, you know, our workbooks, uh, worksheets that we put into trying to get this in the right way. Yeah. <laughs> so that, um, you know, when we sell a training, it's some people like to be able to write and read something that's physical. So what are some things that you can add to a service that you're doing that could have a physical element to it? Um, We've also done that with speaking engagements where you provide an extra level of service to the organization that you're uh, providing the presentation to. And they actually love the idea because it, their attendees feel like they walk away with something. Right. So we, in, we invite you to think about this for yourself and really consider it because it can differentiate yourself. It can help move forward your vision and mission can help provide more value to your clients. It could be more profitable. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of reasons to do it. And don't let not knowing how to do it or fear or doubt stop you from taking some sort of action. Uh, we invite you to connect with us. Um, we'd love to hear what you're up to and see if you have something to share. We have other guests on our podcast, Growth Amplifiers, sharing some of their products and resources. And we're we're just really looking to connect with others that have the attitude, expertise, and drive to make a bigger positive impact in the world. So tune in at growthamplifiers.com and look forward to connecting you on a future episode. If you have questions, feel free to chat them in. We'd love to hear from you. If you have suggestions on other topics as well, uh, we're open to them. Manny, any final words you'd like to add? Uh, the last thing I'd say is just take action. If you've been thinking about this, you haven't uh, taken action yet, Make this the week, make this the month that you're actually going to take action and move it forward. Super cool. All right, man. Well, appreciate it and catch you on the rerun. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.